Good morning this Monday morning. I want to welcome you to Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Today, this is part number three, talking about the cleansing at the Brazen Labor. Uh, we started off our little small study on the types of prayer that are outlined in the tabernacle, the prayer of celebration entering in through his gates with thanksgiving, and then, of course, in his courts uh, with praise, that is at the brazen altar where the sacrifices took place. And we mentioned uh, how prayer uh, of commitment and consecration takes place there. Today we're talking about the prayer of cleansing and what both the New Testament and the Old Testament have to say about it. The brazen labor had two parts. It had the top part that contained the water from which the priests themselves would wash, and it had what was called the foot on which that uh, labor uh, actually sat upon. And every time that they went in through the gate, past the altar, and they were going to be ministering inside the tabernacle, they had to wash themselves and cleanse themselves. And when they would come out also, uh, this was part of the cleansing ceremonies that were established in the Law of Moses. Even though we're not under those cleansing ceremonies, the types that are given in the Scripture in the Old Testament are actually outlined in the New Testament and in part of the Old Testament in the writings of the book of Psalms. Let's look at some of these. First of all, Jesus said in John 13, 10, He said, He that is washed needeth not to save, not to wash except his feet. But he that is clean uh, everywhere else, then you are all clean. You are clean, but not all. In Exodus 30, verse 18, the scripture says that thou shalt make a laver of brass and his foot also of brass to wash withal. And thou shalt put it between the tabernacle of the congregation and the altar, and thou shalt put water in it. Now we go to the New Testament in Titus 3, 5. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of the regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit. So here we have a washing that takes place. Not, 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 not literally water, but it's talking about a cleansing element that has the power to give us a regeneration and renewing in our lives. Now in John chapter 15 verse 3, Jesus said, Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Now when he washed their feet, it was actual water. But he also said, if, you know, if, if the rest of you is clean, then all you need is your feet, representing your walk with the Lord. Then, of course, uh, as we go through the scripture in Ephesians 5.26, that he might sanctify and cleanse it, talking about the church, with the washing of water by the word. So the word is what Jesus used to cleanse them. But then we also have the cleansing power of the blood of Jesus. So let's look at some of these things and how they relate to prayer. We're trying to get from uh, celebration, entering in through the gates, knowing that our lives are committed and consecrated to God. But somewhere along the line, we have defiled or polluted ourselves, whether it's in conscience, imagination, whether it's in word and deed and action, things that we did do, things that we didn't do, sins of omission and commission, etc., etc., etc. 
So we get defiled by these things and things that come out of the heart, which Jesus spoke about in Mark chapter 7, verse 21 onward. So we need cleansing. And the prayer or prayers for that are actually outlined in the scripture. It says in the book of James chapter 4, verse 8, Draw nigh unto God and he will draw nigh unto you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye doubly minded. Then in the book of 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So the power of the blood of Jesus to cleanse us from unrighteousness and the power of the word of God through the anointing of the Holy Spirit has a cleansing effect on us also. Now, what is it that is defiled? What is it that needs to be cleansed? Well, there's so many things that we sometimes are completely unaware of it, but it does say in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1, Having therefore these promises, Dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and the spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So we're trying to get from that gate into boldly access the presence of God in the Holy of Holies. In the process of it, there are prayers in our lives that involve thanksgiving, that involve praise, that involve cleansing, until we access and we come to the throne of grace, the throne of mercy, with total boldness and confidence. There must be cleansing of our spirit, whatever filthiness of the flesh, and so many other things. It says in Psalm 51, uh, verse 2, Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. Verse 7 of Psalm 51, Purge me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. In verse 10 of Psalm 51, the scripture goes on to, uh, goes on to outline, Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. These are prayers. This is actual praying. God, I want to enter your holy presence with a mind and heart and soul and body that has been cleansed and touched by your power, by your presence, so that there is no condemnation whatsoever. My conscience is clean and pure and good before you. Therefore, I can pray with boldness. And then it says in Psalm 119, verse 9, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to the word of God. So by the word of God, we are cleansed as the Holy Spirit uses that word in the different areas of our lives. Confession provides a... Uh, the working power of the blood and, 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 and the Holy Spirit working in our lives to bring cleansing of all unrighteousness, whatever filthiness of the spirit and of the flesh can be cleansed by the word of God, by the precious blood of Jesus. So there must be prayers in our life throughout our spiritual walk when our feet, our walk gets dirty, that must be cleansed. 
And we are provided that pattern in the tabernacle that before you go any further, make sure that cleansing has taken place in your life. Consider that this morning and ask God, search my heart, O God. If there be anything in there, let it be cleansed. I'm asking you. Enjoy your day today. Be blessed. Feast on the little nuggets. And may you truly be enriched by the power of His Spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen.